Well, good afternoon, and welcome to episode 256 of The Other Ground Live. I'm Passive J. How the hell are you guys doing today? I see the OG Army is forming up in the chat box. Always glad to have you guys along for the ride. It's Wednesday, which means it's a new week of the OG. So what do you guys want to talk about? As always, you can call in and speak on whatever I'm talking about or bring your own topic up. I don't care. I'll talk about anything. Um, if you're too shy to call in, that's fine, too. You can uh, type something out in the chat box, and I will try to keep track of it, although I'm really, really bad at it. So <laughs> I do apologize in advance if I miss your comments or your phone calls. Um, let's see a new week on the OG. For me, a frustrating day. Um I was due to have some tests at the hospital, as most of you guys know, because I've talked about it incessantly. Uh, I had the whole cancer thing going, so which means I get go back to the hospital every six months or so to get tested. Although this year it's been a whole year because it's uh, the third year of my cancer thing and they're starting to get a little bit less worried about it. I do believe this might actually be the last time that I get tested or it would have been, except for I didn't get tested. It was a big pain in the fucking ass. Um <clears throat> So our story starts two days ago when the hospital calls me up to let me know that I need to get a blood test uh, in addition to the um, uh, CAT scan and the x-ray. Uh, you can't get the CAT scan done until you get a blood test. You need to check for some things to see if they can use the contrast that they're going to inject into your veins. Um, so, which is good because I kind of forgot about the entire thing <laughs> because my doctor set up all these uh, uh, tests a year ago, uh, hence the yearly test thing. Um, I had to go scrambling through, uh, some, uh, my, uh, man bag to find the actual paperwork to give to them to get the tests. Uh, cause, cause for strangely enough, despite the fact that they had the test scheduled, like the doctor called them up and scheduled the tests themselves, uh, you know, um, they still needed the actual paperwork, which is where the problem came into. Uh, so it started off well, I got up, you know, early in the morning, skipped my workout because I didn't want to do it ridiculously early. I'm trying not to do that if I don't have to. Uh, and I was at the hospital by 6 a.m., about 6.15, actually, uh, <clears throat> because I knew the blood department uh, started at 6 o'clock. I'm pretty sure that's not what they actually call it, but you know what I mean. So I went in, got registered, did all that good stuff, went over to the blood uh, department, uh, got my blood drawn, and was good to go, and way ahead of schedule. My um, uh, radiology uh, thing was at uh, 8.30. So they're probably going to get the x-ray in before that. Uh, they don't schedule a time so that it's, you know, first come, first serve on the old x-ray machine. Um, so I go there and give them all my paperwork. I'm like, good morning. I'm here from all my shit. I already got my blood test done. Let's do this shit. Um, so I gave them my paperwork. I sat down. They called me back over a couple minutes later and said there was a problem. And turns out what the problem was is that the doctor wrote these paperwork out a year ago, literally a year ago. So when he did so, and he wrote down the dates to do the um, tests, he accidentally wrote down 2020, which was no big deal because all he did was cross it out and write down 21. Uh, unfortunately, he didn't initial next to that crossed out thing, so they would not take the paperwork. Um, this makes me angry on several different levels. One, they knew it was for, that it was the doctor. Uh, they had a call from him a year ago setting up this appointment. I can't even set up this appointment. A doctor has to do it. Um, point number two, the doctor had already fucked up. It said the 16th on the paperwork. 
but it was actually for the sixth. So it was fucked up twice anyways. They never even mentioned the fact that it was on the entire wrong day, but because they had, because it had the year scratched out and, and this year put in, uh, because last year when he, you know, he, uh, um, wrote it out, it was 2020. <laughs> so just for, but they wouldn't do it. So, um, they called, they said, yeah, you're going to have to have your doctor, you know, redo the order. And, you know, here it was, I want to say, 6 30 6 45 in the morning and they're like yeah your doctor's open opens at 10 you want to hang out i'm like oh absolutely not because <laughs> uh for these tests you can't eat or drink anything you know so like it's from the night before basically so you get up hungry um not terribly hungry just your normal hungry in the morning but you're not able to do anything about it and in a lot worse ways you're not allowed to drink anything so it's very frustrating to go through all that and just go yeah yeah no you're actually not testing today uh, and I certainly didn't want to hang out for another three hours while they got a hold of the doctor. So I co- went home, and when the doctor's office opened, I called them up, explained the situation. They said, "Oh, no problem. They will be more than happy to call over the doctor, you know, and fax over the pro- appropriate paperwork, uh, you know." And then, then the doctor, you know, and then the hospital will call me and set up the appointment. Uh, I'm like, "Okay, I guess if that's the best you can do, that's the best you can do." And I didn't hear from the doc from the hospital today, so, <laughs> so I got that going for me. So the, the entire day was just a waste, um, very frustrating, and all the good stuff. Um, and yes, Greg, I know I can't eat or drink anything anyways. That's actually not true. I can eat it and drink, uh, about six different things. <laughs> Everything else fucks up my stomach. Uh, but regardless, it was, I mean, other than that, it wasn't that bad of a day. My uh, wife had the day off for once. So we, we hung out for most of the day. I smoked way too Mac, too much wax being frustrated about the entire situation and just being me anyways. Uh, I, I've got that new toy, the honey badger which I've been playing with and I'm pretty happy with it. The, the downside of it is I'm just smoking way too much. Uh, and surprisingly enough, uh, after I got uh, all calmed down and being from being annoyed and stuff around one o'clock or so, I decided to bust out a workout. That's unusual for me. I don't normally do it midday. My normal process is get up, use the bathroom, then work out. Uh, and under the theory that there's no way I'm going to think of an excuse to not work out in between waking up and, you know, if I can think of an excuse while I'm sitting there pooping, it's a, it's got to be a pretty goddamn excuse not to work out. Normally, I can't come up with anything, so I, I go ahead and do my workout. Uh, today, since I had to do all the hospital stuff, I obviously didn't have time to do it in the morning, and I kind of expected to skip it. Uh, but my guilt got the best of me. <laughs> Around 1 o'clock or so, I went out there, and, and actually, it was a great workout. It was like a, a little more than an hour. Uh, I have went off of Big Dalton's uh, uh, workout routine entirely. I'm off the reservation. Um, I've decided I didn't, I didn't like his routine. It was too complicated and weird for me. Um, I'm sure it was effective, but just, it's just not my thing. So I'm doing, I'm going to do a simple five by five workout from now on, as far as lifting goes. Uh, I am using a lot of the lifts that he told me to do. So I, so he did help me out, uh, in that regard, but I don't want to do like the progression and just the, the entire workout he's got this. It's a good workout, but it's a six month routine sort of thing. And I, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't like it. <laughs> I just don't. <laughs> I'm going to, so I'm going to do my own and see how it works out. I've done this routine before five by five and it, it seemed to suit me pretty good. Um, and, uh, and that's about the only good thing I can say about my workouts because the leg sh- shit's still going fucking horrible. Um, it's getting worse. Like I, when I worked out my legs yesterday, fuck, I couldn't do shit. I even just stopped using weights and just started doing like uh, split squats with no weights at all. And uh, I don't know. And I know it's because of the hernia thing. It's it's my entire just my entire right side not being able to do much weight at all. The left side's fine. Fucking, uh, uh, I 
I just don't want to get another hernia surgery. I've had so many of them. They're always a pain in the ass. And this one, this last time, the hernia apparently lasted about a month and a half before I got a new one in the same spot. Literally. I mean, not to, not to be one to complain, because obviously I am one to complain, but think about that shit, dude. Uh, I had a hernia for years and years and years and ignored it and tried to, you know, because I didn't want to deal with it because I'd had hernias before and, you know, uh, and they weren't fun having them repaired. I already had two, so this would have been number three. So I ignored it for literally years, and finally man up you know, and and do it, despite the fact that I know it's basically going to kill kill like several months of working out. Um, but I knew it was the right thing to do, so I did it. Uh, had the hernia surgery, followed the doctor's orders exactly on when I could work out and how much and what weights I could use and all this good stuff. And despite all that. About a month and a half after I was, uh, uh, might not have been a month and a half, almost immediately I felt like there's something wrong down there. <laughs> and I ended up getting a, I had the surgery done in January and in May I happened to get a CAT scan, scan done for an unrelated reason. And not surprisingly, they found a small hernia down there. <laughs> so I enjoyed like about a month worth of hernia free life. Um, uh-huh. so, so I apologize. I, it's, uh, you know, it's, uh, everyone has their issues. I don't mean to complain about it, but it is kind of frustrating. Anyways, whatever. Uh, what do you guys want to talk about today? Uh, obviously there's all kinds of political stuff going on. Uh, I'm not a political show. I don't really give a shit about all that, but it is momentous enough that if you guys want to call in and make comments about it, I'll be more than happy to take it. Um, I'm not going to offer too much of an opinion on it myself, but if you guys need to, uh, feel the need to sound off, uh, you're more than welcome to, I know this is a very emotional day for both sides. Uh, in a lot of ways. So <clears throat> if you got a vent, guys, go right up fucking head. <laughs> Hold on a second, Jay. Homeboy gave me a message to pass on to you yesterday. He said he's quitting a pod bean and you sold him down the river with the hacker. <laughs> what? Um, um, no, homeboy's not going to quit a pod bean. He loves this place. You know, he's got a lot of friends here. I'd be really surprised if he quit. Uh, and I have no clue what he means. It, it, did he say, actually say that I sold him down the r- river? I don't, I, I don't know the hacker. He's other than the time, one time he popped in here to, uh, to, uh, tell, uh, use me as leverage against homeboy. Um, I've never interacted with him. I don't know who he is or any of that shit. Uh, and I would just hope he leaves me alone. I'm my personal computer's locked down pretty tight. I know person. I know uh, security good enough that it, that doesn't worry me, but, uh, he obviously has some way to get into Podbean, So, uh, he could certainly fuck up my account and that'd be a bummer if I had to start over on a new one. Uh, cause if nothing else, you know, I'd lose uh, contact with a lot of my listeners. Um, but other than that, I'm not too worried about it. So, uh, I hope he, I just hope he doesn't uh, think badly. Uh, let's see. Oh, we've got a caller. Hey, well, hello there. Lee. Hello there. What can I do for you today? Haha, Passive J. It is I, Axel Rotten. Well, hello there, sir. What can I do for you today? I fooled you with my slick name, didn't I? Yes, you did. <laughs> That's you because I'm a master. I'm a master hacker. Oh, what? I'm a master what? Of, of the Podbean universe. Oh, wait, 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 wait. You're just saying. You're just. I thought you were that. Uh... Wait, so the guy that calls in all the time to yell at the drunk guy is the ha- you're the hacker? Listen, I know you're confused, but I just oh, yeah. called in to say I took out Homeboy88. He's gone. The scourge is over. Podbean is freed. 
of him and his ugly, stupid impersonations, okay? Okay. Okay. So it's, um, so, so it's done. He's gone. He doesn't have the balls to keep podcasting anymore. He's a pussy, and I'm the man, bitch. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, you certainly accomplished your per- your uh, purpose, I guess. Um, God, wow, I didn't know that was the same dude. Holy shit, he's called in here before, uh, like, a whole bunch of times. I, I had no clue that was the fuck. Oh, wow. Um, well... Well, I, you know what? As long as uh, I, I feel bad for homeboy, but as long as they leave my shit alone, then that's my business. So whatever. Um, anyway, that was an interesting call. Uh, I don't know how we're going to top that. Uh, anyway, yeah, we were talking about politics, which I don't do. So I guess that's a good way to move on from that as well. Uh, you guys got anything you want to talk about? I can always look on the OG and see what they're talking about over there. Although we know what 80% of it's going to be. Um Nah, we don't want to use that. Let's see. Sorry, I know you guys are going. You guys can talk about that in the chat box, but I'm I'm not going to mess around with that here on the show. We're we're going to try to make this something about more more interesting or fun. Uh, let's see. Uh, I, you know, we'll go over to Yahoo. We haven't done that in a while, right? Um, but it's going to be mostly the same shit again. You guys miss MMA yet? Because it's still fucking like another week or two until MMA. I was looking it up today. It's uh, going to be. Uh, you know, it's been quite the dry spell, but when it comes back, it looks like there's some good cards coming up. I'll tell you that much. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, let's see. The reason I was looking up because uh, looking it up was because my friend Roxanne's fighting fairly soon, and I wanted to see what was going on with the schedule. I thought she was fighting on this card that's coming up here on uh, January 16th, but that is incorrect. She's actually fighting on the card on January 20th, uh, four days later. And unfortunately for her, because I know she's not a fan of this, they are fighting on Fight Island, which, uh, as you guys know, it's the the uh, event space in Abu Dhabi, I believe it is. Uh, it's like a little small, like man man made island where they have this event going on. They had some uh, fights back there back in May and June, I believe, as well. Oh, hello there, AJ seventy three. Uh, is that the UFC cage fight stuff? Yes, it is. Um, a lot of the people that listen to the show are big fans of of MMA stuff, so we cover it fairly often. Although this is not like a MMA themed show or anything like that, really. Um, the uh, <clears throat> excuse me, the card coming up though uh, on the sixteenth, which is what like a week and a half now or from now, is uh, pretty impressive. Uh, it's got Max Holloway versus Calvin Catter, Carlos Condit versus Matt Brown. That's gonna be a fucking hell of a fight. Um, and then the undercard doesn't look too horribly bad either. And then the one four days later as, uh, Michael Chizia, I, I know I said that wrong versus Neil Magny and Jimmy Rivera versus Pedro Munez, which is not quite as awesome of a fight, but that has my friend Roxanne fighting Vivian, uh, Arojo. I, I probably said that wrong. Uh, but as I mentioned, that's going to be in Abu Dhabi. So that's going to be a fucking hell of a flight. I think it's something like a 12 or 14 hour flight or something ridiculous. Um, and then you're going to be fighting, you know, obviously in an unfamiliar territory. She got light. She got lucky in her last fight. Her last fight was, uh, in the UFC performance center, which is literally like a 10 minute drive from her house. <laughs> she, cause she lives and trains in Vegas, which is where that is. So she got lucky in that one, but, Eventually, she figured it was going to happen, so uh, good, I'm just uh, wishing her luck. I'm sure she can beat the chick she's fighting against. 
their records are ridiculous to look at <laughs> because uh roxanne's been fighting for so long she's got a you know, like a, a ton of fights under her belt like her record is 25 and 17 uh, and she's fighting someone who's nine and two so obviously nine and two is a pretty impressive record but fucking you know uh, 25 and 17 <laughs> i think she started fighting in what was it uh 2003 or some shit like that so yeah, it's, it's pretty impressive anyways uh that's not nothing to really talk about though uh what are you guys talking about uh aj says yeah girls fight yes they do um which is a bone of contention for some of the ufc fans uh there's a very uh vocal i don't wouldn't call it majority although it might be a majority there's a there's a vocal majority of uh mma fans that are not big fan of the women's fights um most of them aren't for like strictly sexist reasons but for uh the fact that the sport is way behind the male uh, as far as skill level goes for the most part there are some exceptions to that and they tend to wipe out the other girls on their divisions uh but the the since there's not as much of a, a talent pool to draw from uh the skill level is, is a lot less in most cases i still enjoy watching women's mma fights uh, quite a bit if nothing else because the uh uh, sports a little bit smaller so they're more accessible to their fan base and you get to see occasionally see uh, some pretty funny fights when uh, a skilled w- woman fights the, someone who's n- not as skilled as she should be um they, they remind me a lot of the early ufc fights where when when it was wasn't so much a sport as it was a style versus style thing so, which means you saw some horrible mismatches <laughs> in early ufc fights which were fun. <laughs> so I, I enjoy watching that, that, that aspect of a women's MMA because occasionally you'll catch those horrible mismatches, um, <laughs> which makes for a hell of a fight sometimes. Anyways, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't interest uh, the majority of uh, MMA fans, I believe. So uh, that's why it's still kind of a niche sport, which UFC it, itself is kind of still a niche sport when it comes right down to it. I mean, more, more and more people are watching it every day, but when you compare it to like football or baseball or soccer, uh, the fan base is way, way smaller. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, oh shit. I'm sorry. I'm, uh, I forget that some people know absolutely nothing about it at all. Uh, as uh, Sly was, uh, Hey Sly, as, as Sly was so helpful to point out, it's MMA stands for mar- mixed martial arts. Oh, I see grads here too. Man, we really do have a full crew here today, man. So you want any motherfuckers call in, man? I can't just fucking talk to myself for an entire hour. I mean, technically I can and I'm gonna. Uh, but uh, it's always more amusing to you guys if I got someone to talk to, right? I mean, uh, I can only look through news articles for so long. Oh, so let's look through some news articles. What are you guys watching on TV? Well, fuck, let's talk about that. Uh, I don't watch TV all that much, but my wife watches a plethora of it. Despite working out a fair amount of hours, she manages to get in her, her fair share of TV time. Um, some of the things I've seen her watching recently is The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, uh, which I think is some sort of weird spinoff of the old uh, Disney Sabrina the Teenage Witch thing. Um, uh, but I guess like a lot darker and more adulty. <laughs> The only thing I've noticed about that show, uh, walking through the living room several times, is she's always wearing like a cheerleader's outfit in situations that do not require a cheerleader's outfit, like sitting around and watching TV or for friends and such. Sometimes her other friend, who apparently is also a cheerleader, will be there wearing her cheerleader outfit. Um, 
have things changed since I went to high school? When I went to high school, the cheerleaders didn't walk around wearing their cheerleader stuff just in, like when they're off school going over their buddies' houses and shit. Uh, uh, why is that a thing? Is that is that is that just a TV thing, or did, did that happen in other towns that I'm unaware of? How about you guys? Did you guys did you guys have like the cheerleaders show up at, like your parties wearing cheerleading outfits and shit? No, okay, just me. Uh, not or rather, not me either. Good. Anyway, so yeah, that's one thing I saw her watching lately. What else have I watched her watch? Um, she loves horrible movies. I don't know why. I mean, good for her. I mean, it, it's got it's got to make watching TV a lot easier. <laughs> when you like watching shitty movies, you have a plethora of choices. It's amazing. Uh, like she watched uh, Jack the Giant Killer the other day, um, which actually I will make got me to stop and watch several times as I was passing through to go uh, use the bathroom. Uh, just the CGI at it was not great, but it, it was just barely good enough to interest me. Um, she said it was a great movie. I, I can't speak on that. It was fun watching giants kill people for a while. <laughs> uh, let's see what else has she watched recently. I should be asking her this. I'm going to send her a message. <laughs> Maybe she may or she may or may not get before uh, we finish up the show. Don't get me wrong. She's like in the next room over, but I'm going to send her a message anyways. Hey, babe. What are your recommendations? Go back and click on that and right click and change that shit. Yeah, I spelled it right. What am I talking about? For movies you have seen. Problem is she's not gonna be able to remember any of the names of the movies. <laughs> or TV shows. She does that all the time. I'm assuming your wife probably does this as well for anybody who's married. Um or husband, sorry. Uh, she'll often come in or I will go walk in. She goes, Oh, I just saw this great movie. I'm like, Oh, what's it called? She goes, I can't remember. I'm like, well, that doesn't do me any good. Really? I mean, I can, I'll hear your review. Go right ahead. But really I can't run out and watch it if I don't know what the name of it is. <laughs> so if it's a really good movie, it normally goes, involves going back, uh, turning the TV on, going back to whatever service that she, uh, watched it on, which she may or may not remember. Yeah. <laughs> and uh and find out what the tv show or movie was so uh but it's uh quite the process oh dragon off said watch alice in borderland um uh, i have not watched that yet she has watched it she enjoyed it quite a bit uh if i understand correctly tenor watched it as well he was talking about that uh, a week or two ago all right all right, let's see. You know what? Actually, we'll take a minute here to just read the chat box. I think this is going to be a new uh, segment that we'll, we're going to do occasionally. Uh, we're just, I'm just going to take a minute here and just read the chat box out to the people that are listening here, uh, but not able to see the chat box. <laughs> you know what I mean? For the people that listen to it later on. Let's see. I'm going to read it out loud right now. Jadusher said, read it out loud. John Tagirian said, a lot of rudeness in this chat. Grad one says, why Canada though? With a K, by the way. John Tagarian says, I suck huge cocks, but use a B, so it's boo cocks. <laughs> the juicer said, put the marbles out of your mouth first. I am, oh, that's right, I, I am speaking poorly, but I'm trying. Go ahead, guys, who's next? <clears throat> My dick thick like fire hose. Because Sly hates doggy. That's why. Or Dougie. That's why. Sorry. <clears throat> Let's try that one again. <clears throat> because Sly hates Dougie. That's why. Fuck Canada. 
sing something. Oh, you don't really want me to actually sing something. That'd be a horrible idea. I've been told I've got a fairly decent speaking voice. I've never been told I have a good singing voice. Not even once. Flyover fucks fucking suck, bro. I got your back, Sly. One second, I gotta pick up a dog. Give me a little dog. Oh, yeah, the show always goes so much better when I've got a dog on my lap. See? <clears throat> R.C. fucks farm animals while eating hit dogs and crying. You guys got to check your spelling on some of these. Uh, Grad one says, but Sly loves me, man. PJ, smoke a little grass, bra. Fucking fly over, cucks. <laughs> okay, it's, it's probably enough for right now. Uh, that's a fun bit, though. We're going to have to do that one again. Uh, let's see. Let's free back some wax, bro. Damn it. Let's try it again. Last one. Let's free base some wax, bro. There we go. <laughs> uh let's see well i mean seriously I, we could probably find something on the og to talk about that's not the political stuff right uh <laughs> maybe not that's pretty much what everyone wants to talk about and as i said if you guys want to talk about that i'm not going to stop you i don't really have much to add to the conversation but if you guys want to call in and talk about it you're more than welcome to it'd be great if uh, i could get two of you guys on that don't think the same thing you guys can debate that shit you know it's an open forum for that kind of stuff if you guys like mike from you ups dispatch this podcast is rude i'm not rude man i might be inattentive but i'm not rude at least unintentionally <laughs> i've hurt your feelings i apologize sly am i rude never oh thanks boss how you doing i hope you can hear me i have my shit headphones so i'm gonna be really brief oh i can hear you you're from what's, up? Boss. what's up yeah, Jake, I don't think you have it in you to really be an asshole. Uh, I'm sure I can, but I try not to be. <laughs> so, you know, somebody brought up Dougie. Yeah, so yeah. I'm sure everybody remembers the threat I got, you know, chastised and blazed because Dougie's perfect. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Captain Canuck, that guy. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't do a good job. Oh yeah, Captain Canuck. You know, I you know I really felt bad for the guy too because getting doxxed. I don't care if you're a disingenuous prick like he is. He didn't deserve that. Right, right. And you know to mess with somebody. See, I, I don't even care if he's a liberal grad. What my issue with him was, he always acted like we're we're cousins, we're brothers, we're right across the pond from each other. You know where I'm at now. Uh, everything's great, and then so suddenly. You can see how he really feels, you know, over time in his posts and everything. He's very anti-American. And and it's if you're going to be, I mean, if you're going to be Malvert, act like fucking Malvert. I can at least respect the guy who will tell you how he feels. But, you know, this, this guy can't do that. He wants everybody to like him. So he's got to be really strategic about, you know, his anti-American rhetoric. So I was, I didn't know really how to call him out on it all like that. So I just called him an asshole, I think. Ah, yeah, yeah. He's he's quite popular on the OG. So yeah, that didn't go well, I imagine. Yeah, yeah. I knew it wouldn't, but anyway, I used to think he was cool. Yeah, that's. I've had that happen to me uh, with a couple different people over there. Where uh, you think they're awesome at first, and then once you get to know them better and see them post more, you're like, ah, maybe not so much. So, yeah. Luckily, you guys are all awesome. <laughs> well, um, maybe I have less tolerance for that. That for you know someone that's phony and like that than the average person or the situation who knows but anyway you you guys now know where i'm coming from 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I knew. I knew already. I saw that when it popped off before. So, and I, unlike some of them, uh, more or most of the people on the OG, I actually read your explanation of why you didn't like them. So, which I think a lot of them didn't do. Actually, you know, some of them just kind of skimmed over it. I believe. But you did the best you could, dude. So, and there's Sly Dog out, out of there. So there you go. <laughs> It's always interesting, Sly Dog coming in and giving you guys a little uh, um, uh, knowledge. Uh, my wife actually got back to me. She said she uh, watched Equinox. It was an all right series. So if you're looking for something to watch, I'm assuming it's probably Netflix. That's her favorite one. Um, you never know where she's going to come up with. Uh, we have Netflix, uh, HBO Max, and uh, Disney+. Plus. <clears throat> Oh, and Amazon, because everybody has Amazon. <laughs> Which is surprised that you get a couple good... Oh, no. My phone made noise. I apologize, guys. I am so unprofessional. I'm so ashamed of myself. I should end the show right now, just out of shame. I'm actually just going to try to pick up my phone and turn the fucking volume off of it. I normally actually have the phone volume off all the time. You know, the only reason I had it on right now is because I was hoping for a phone call from the fucking hospital telling me when my tests were for, so... Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, anyways, uh, Mike, UPS dispatch. Shut the fuck up. I assume you don't mean me because it wouldn't be much of a show. So <laughs> I'm not going to roll back up to see what's happening on the chat box. So apparently the people are arguing. As I've mentioned before, there are people that uh, log on just for the chat box. They don't listen to the show. I've had one person say they don't even have the volume on, <laughs> which is that's how important I am to the actual chat box conversation at points. Uh, but uh, as I've mentioned before, if you guys listen by downloading the show later on, that's awesome. I appreciate you guys. Uh, you, you know, um, but you're missing out. Uh, the chat box is fucking awesome. Uh, it's the lifeblood of the show most days. So if you're not here, you really should get it. You really should try. We you know, uh, we're here uh, Wednesday through Saturday at six o'clock uh, Eastern Standard Time. And I understand for some of you guys that's just not possible. Uh, but for other you, but for those who can set your alarm, get up at two in the morning, listen in, it'll be fun. It's totally worthwhile. <laughs> I make no guarantees that it'll be worthwhile. Don't do that shit. Don't get up at two in the morning just to listen to my show. Listen to it pre-recorded. We're, we're not that funny. I'm overselling it. <laughs> Anyways. I see, uh, yeah, I mean, but we do, our, our regulars on the chat box are awesome. I see the Juicer, Jitsu, Grad One, Sly. Those are all awesome people on the uh, uh, fucking chat box that you, that can reliably make you laugh. More reliably than me, anyways. <laughs> Jitsu says, talk about your ICP days, we all laugh. I've said that before, I, I don't have any ICP days. I've met them <sighs> maybe five times i think it is and i've actually spent time speaking to them twice once was at a part new year's party where i spoke to both of them briefly and i did spend like about three hours kind of hanging out with uh shaggy two dope while a friend of mine played pool with him at a bar so so yeah my conversation was you know limited to hey how you doing you know what's going on yeah yeah oh yeah that's funny yeah uh-huh. so, but he he wasn't you know he there for a conversation with passive jay he was playing uh he, here to play pool with the drummer for 20 flower children uh so though and that's the entirety of my actual personal interactions with those people i've been at uh, several other places where they are present in the room but i didn't have conversations with them or hang out 
So if you ask them who Passive JR was, I'm quite sure neither one of them will remember me. <laughs> Not that memorable of interactions. But it was they, but it was interesting times. Hmm. So there you go. That's uh Oh, and of course my uh, my name is a playoff of ICP because you know the the lead the one or two guys' name is Violent J, and I am not violent at all, so I ended up being called Passive J. So there you go. Uh, that was a fun time, though. I, I, I enjoyed that uh, part of my life immensely, despite the fact that I wasted it horribly. <clears throat> Call it from the age of 18 to 28 or so. <laughs> I'll, basically, all I did was uh, uh, make uh, ru- rudimentary... Uh, I guess that's the way to say it, efforts to get into the uh, radio field here in Detroit while I partied with local uh, bands and attended events for the local band scene. So, uh, which is, that was basically my life for about 10 years or so. And I enjoyed it quite a bit. I had a good time, but uh, you know, that was 10 years of basically zero results as far as like your life goals go. I don't know though. I don't, I don't regret it. I had a good time. Um, at one, at one point I was very much a hipster before the hipster was being a thing. I was what you, I was a local band hipster for a while. I stopped going to national concerts entirely. I didn't give a shit about them. I was more interested in local and regional bands, you know, and supporting them and doing all, doing the shit, doing all that shit. Um, you know, I got tired of that after a while, but it, it was a good time. Uh, the fact that I knew a lot of the bands and was friends with a lot of the bands, uh, made a big difference. So you'd like go to their practices and hang out and all that good shit. I'm sure almost every, almost all of us have known at least, one dude that was trying to be a professional um, musician. So you knew that one band that, that you were able to go to their practices, which normally ended up being, uh, uh, depending on how good you were. Uh, let's see. I've seen people practice in garages. I've seen people practice in basements. Um, one of my favorites were several bands. I knew practiced in storage units, which is, which has gotta be a fun thing, which is a great idea as far as like, you know, if, if you're in a storage unit, uh, fucking, um, you're definitely not bothering the neighbors, right? Um, I only knew about one place that did that. There's a storage unit uh, not too far from me that would rent out uh, storage units to uh, like bands. Uh, so I, I we go party there. I mean, it had its disadvantages, <laughs> especially like in the winter and shit. But yeah, it used to reheat in there and kept the door mostly closed, and you're fine. Um, the best practice space by far, though, is a place called The Loft. And I've told you guys about it before. It's a uh, practice space oh, on Seven Mile and Grand River, uh, right on the outskirts of Detroit, like one of the suburbs of Detroit, a uh, town called Redford. Um, the first floor of it is a Big Lots, which is like a discount-type t- store. Uh, the second floor of it is not. Uh, apparently, this is... Uh, I don't know what it was back in the day. I think I want to say it was like a bank or something like that. But the, anyways, they have an entire second floor that they took and like gutted and built like rooms, like small rooms. It's rooms anywhere from like uh, 10 by 15 to like 20 by 30, a different size rooms and rented them out to bands. All the rooms had like, you know, um, electricity. And uh, there was a, a bathroom on that level that they all had access to. And then they, you know, they threw a couple of vending machines and they and they had cameras in the hallways and a security guard to make sure like like no one was going from door to door jacking open doors and like you know stealing equipment because a lot of equipment ended up being up there obviously because they ended up with like i want to say 40 fucking rooms so so at any given time there's you know dozens of bands up there practicing and doing their shit uh depending on the time frame you're talking about at, at certain points it became party fucking central 
because <laughs> bands are partiers in, in in the first place then you know you you know you um gather a lot of them in the same spot it becomes a very much a party attitude i remember at one point one guy going door to door with a pizza box knocking on doors you know when if someone opened up the door he'd open up the pizza box and he had eights of uh, weed he's like anybody want some pizza <laughs> uh and, and just various drugs being sold like that I've been told it went through phases where they tried to keep the security pretty strict because, you know, the, the doors are all locked and the bands all had keys to get in, but doors would get propped open because, you know, they want their friends to come in. And it, it was, it's just an interesting place to be. And it's still there. So, but I have no clue what the atmosphere is like anymore. It's been years since I've been down there. Um, let's see what are you guys talking about on the chat box now. Let's see. <laughs> you guys are talking about Nickelback. Uh, Nickelback is better than Creed. Probably, yeah. I'm not sure if I'd do Creed. Um, not, I don't have any issues of Creed's message, you know, with their arms wide open and all that good stuff, but it's not my type of music. Saliva over Faith No More all day. And you guys are just saying things to make Grad mad now. You guys all know how that's gonna go. <laughs> Hold on a second, guys. I gotta get a drink of water in my throat is parched mm. oh water is awesome by the way uh this episode of the other ground live is brought to you by water go get you some <laughs> what what did you say what is how rude jay what did i say uh what i say so, you know you're you're not a water fan is that <laughs> i know you guys are talking about the fucking uh uh bands and stuff Water from the Detroit River. Actually, I think it is water from the Detroit River. Although technically, I think um, the Inlet Port is in Lake St. Clair, which is attached to the Detroit River, which makes it the same thing. Uh, supposedly, we have, I've, and I've told you guys this before, we supposedly we have really good water here in the Detroit area. It's certainly tasty. Flint, not so much. <laughs> Although, no, Flint's back on the Detroit water system, so they're fine. Although, I did hear some sort of article about some guy getting sued for. Uh, dumping 42 million gallons of bullshit into the, like, the Flint waste system. <laughs> you know, like, in instead of having it properly disposed of, you just, like, flush it down the toilet. Um, probably on a more industrial level, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I can't, that can't be bad. That can't be good for their entire wa water system. Um, <clears throat> shit, I have a friend who has his own well. He's not on the Flint water system in the least bit, and he's actually, like, if you look at his house, it looks like he's out in the boonies because he's out in the fields and stuff. Because uh, he, he's a fair, fair ways off from the actual city of Flint, but technically he still has a Flint address. It's you know like it says Flint, Michigan, uh, for his address. So his house was ridiculously cheap when he bought it, which is good because he couldn't afford a really expensive one. But he got a fairly nice house. I want to say like eighteen hundred square feet, uh, three or four bedroom, two bathroom house for sixty thousand dollars, and. Even in this area, that's a pretty good price. Um, he would definitely not got that uh, if it didn't have the Flint stigmata on it. Or what do you guys know what I'm saying? I think I said that word wrong. Uh, but there's all kinds of uh, crazy um, property prices and deals going on in the Detroit area. Not as much as it was like about 10 years ago because the property was rock bottom cheap, uh, which started kind of like a... Um, market upswing just because of how cheap it was and that fueled itself um quite well and now the detroit market is pretty hot in some of its areas some of it's still shitty like uh, i 
I posted this earlier on the OG uh, talking about it. There's a uh, half acre in Detroit, one of the uh, residential sections that you can buy for $9,000. And if you look at it, it's in a neighborhood where almost all the houses are gone. Um, so the half acre that you're getting is a, nothing on it, <laughs> just, just grass. And like on the entire street that would originally have had uh, 40 or 50 houses on it, there's like four. <laughs> and all and all the rest of it is just grassy fields, which I, with, with I assume some, probably some foundations and stuff hidden in there from uh, 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 hidden by the grass. Uh, and it's nine thousand dollars for a half acre. Um, then you go two miles, uh, which is a fair amount, but but seriously speaking, it's like a five minute drive. Um, you could you could draw, you could walk it in what fifteen if you wanted to run really fast. Um, to get to another half acre acre lot, this lot also has absolutely nothing on it. It's two million dollars <laughs> because it's right uh, near um, the Detroit train station, which Ford Motor Company has announced that they're going to uh, remodel and use as their electrical engine world headquarters. Uh, and the Detroit, Detroit train station is this really old, uh, gothic-looking train station that's been abandoned since the eighties. It was built in like, you know, 1910 or 1920 or some shit like that. So it's a really cool looking building. And Ford is spending a shitload of money remodeling it. It's a big PR move. They'd be way, it'd be way cheaper just to tear it down and build something else there. Um, but because they announced that they're going to be doing that there and they bought some other buildings like in the surrounding areas to make it all part of a campus, uh, all the houses in there are immediately tripled in price and got snapped up. It's fucking funny. If you, if you know where it is on like a Zillow map and you just like go say, go to Detroit and look at real estate, it, it, you'll see houses all over the place. Those little red tags are showing houses, 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 houses. There's this dead zone right around fucking the, uh, uh, train depot where, because fucking every single piece of property around it has been bought. Um, now how the properties like on the other side of the highway from it, are being like overpriced and you know bought up rapidly because they know what's coming down there. It's going to be a big complex, and all these Ford people are going to want to live close to their work. So all these properties are getting built, and there's going to be, all, I assume, entertainment stuff, and it's great for the area. Um, but it's crazy how you can have something basically the same, you know, property property. I know one's zoned for residential and one's zoned for commercial. Uh, but physically speaking, it's just a piece of land and to have one cost $9,000 and go two miles and have the other one cost $2 million is quite impressive. Um, and, and you see that in Detroit quite often on a lesser scale, just because, um, there's still really, really nice neighborhoods that are surrounded by not so nice neighborhoods. So like I can buy a $25,000 house, uh, half a block away from a $2 million house in Detroit. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, the uh, gross point is a, a gross point has a, is a good example that it has a lot of really expensive houses, but you cross the street on the other side of it, uh, is Detroit and it's all shitty houses and like crackheads and needles on the ground and stuff. Um, I, I assume it's like that in a lot of cities. I haven't traveled a lot, but people have told me that Detroit, the, the demarcation between the rich neighborhoods and the poor neighborhoods are, is, uh, quite striking compared to other cities. I don't know. I need to travel more to be able to verify that kind of stuff. And I'm not much of a travely person at my size. <laughs>
I mean, if someone wants to give me a first class uh, plane ticket, I am more than happy to travel wherever you like, sir. Other than that, I'm not going to cramp my ass up in the economy. It, it hurts too bad. It's no, it's no fun. Um, maybe a really short flight, but probably not. Um, I was telling the wife that the other day. I'm like, man, I think if we ever strike it rich, I think our all of our traveling will be done by RV because uh, I don't like the entire flying thing. It's fuck. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I, I know no one likes flying and no one likes economy, but uh, to give you a picture uh, on the average economy seat, when I go to sit down, you know, I'll, I'll get I'll, I'll wedge myself in and then I'll go to put my feet on the ground. And that won't happen because the the seat in front of me is in the way i i literally cannot put my feet on the ground because there's not enough space between the back of my seat and the seat in front of me my my, my knees hit it it's fucking frustrating as fuck and uh heaven help me if they want to lean back holy shit um and uh i've only done it once that way every other time i fly i did spirit and i did their big front seat which gives you a little more room and makes it a little more tolerable more tolerable, excuse me. It's still not a fun experience, but at least it's livable. But that costs more money and all this good shit. And besides, it's, besides, it's Spirit Airlines. Um, <laughs> you're rolling the dice every single time you fly with them. <sighs> Anyways, <laughs> Jitsu zoned out. What the fuck is Jay babbling about now? I have no idea. I told you guys I don't have any topics today. I wanted you to call in. <laughs> I don't, I just don't want to talk about the politics stuff myself. As I said, you guys can, if you want to, and that's the only thing that's going around the news or anything like that. So it's hard for me to find something else that you guys want to chat about. Um, do you guys have HBO max? There you go. Some, there's something else you really should, by the way, uh, they're, they, they're adding lots of stuff to it. Like in the first, they added like a just gigantic page of all the stuff that they're, uh, all kinds of different movies and series. I'm quite impressed with it as far as, uh, it goes as, um, as far as like services go, they've got a pretty wide selection and it's good shit. Um, HBO had a fairly decent streaming service in the first place when they were doing HBO Go and HBO Now. Um, <clears throat> now that they have it as HBO Max, it's pretty fucking awesome. If I was, I drop, I think I dropped Netflix before I dropped uh, HBO Max at this point. No, guys. All right. Nothing else. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, we got about, whoa, 12 minutes left for me to think of stuff to talk about. Um, I really don't have anything else, but I'm sure we'll find something else. God damn it. I'd be a failure if I didn't give you guys at least 12 more minutes of entertainment, right? Let's go see what the OG is talking about. I'm sure we'll find something that is not politically based. Mm-hmm. Woman shot after breaking into Capitol dead. Holy shit. That's not good. I, I know I just said I wasn't going to do political stuff. Um, no, political, 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 political. Dr. Dre is in the ICU. Oh, well, there you go. That's not political. We can talk about that. Did you guys hear about this? Dr. Dre is in the ICU. Apparently he had a brain aneurysm. Um, isn't that a bummer? I mean, all the dro jokes you want to make about Dr. Dre and, you know, being in a hospital and all that good stuff aside, um, that's a pretty big part of a lot of people's lives. I was not a rap guy at all. Uh, and I obviously know who Dr. Dre is and I've heard dozens of his songs and uh, not only himself for all the stuff he's done, he promoted a whole bunch of big people too. I mean, if it wasn't for Dr. Dre, would Eminem have the career that he would have had? I mean, maybe, I mean, he being the talented, the guy that he is, 
there's a pretty good assumption that he would have got noticed at some point or another, you would think, but still, I mean, maybe not, you know, and Eminem is what, if not like one of the top three greatest rappers ever, you know, uh, top five anyways. Um, so then you, so in addition to Dr. Dre's career and Eminem's career, uh, I know he's promoted a couple other people. I'm not into rap. So I, those, those are the only two names that I know. So like, you're not going to get a much bigger name in the rap field than Dr. Dre, I would assume. I mean, am I wrong, guys? You guys know way more about this rap stuff than I do. So that's that's like a, a pretty big pretty big name, I would assume. And uh, I saw in the news the last couple of months, uh, what, three or four or six months ago, having problems with his wife that he's trying to divorce and her wanting tons of money. And we talked about it on the show several times. Um and a brain aneurysm that can be stress related. So I wonder if that had anything to do with it. God, I hope not. <laughs> if nothing else, you wouldn't want to give her the, uh, um, the satisfaction. Uh, I think he was trying to change his will or some shit like that as well. Uh, and here's the thing. I, if I remember correctly, they had a, uh, what do you want to call it? A, uh, wedding, um, prenuptial. So, and then he and she was trying to break it, which seems like bullshit. <laughs> I mean, what circumstances could have, you know, um, really came along uh, that uh, made you think that, you know, the prenup is not cool now? That happens a lot. That happens a lot with a lot of things. Uh, contracts. I always thought a contract was a contract. You signed a contract. That was the contract was where the fuck it was. But it seems like nowadays that's not the way it is uh, in sports it's certainly not uh in mma and in other sports you're always talking about people wanting to renegotiate their contract um and like trying to get your way out of a prenup prenup is pretty much the same thing you're trying to renegotiate that contract as well um i don't know i guess some people's word isn't as uh, good as you would think <laughs> what are you guys talking about I have no clue. Sometimes I, sometimes I have no clue. The, the chat box gets so complicated that you got to read way far back to know what they're talking about. And we don't, that kind of, we don't got time for that. Right. All right. Let's end up with Yahoo and see if we can find one more thing to talk about. We're going to cheat and go to like the entertainment section. I hate going to the entertainment section because what they consider news is really horribly shitty. Like they'll have, Oh, so-and-so was dressed like so-and-so. That's not news. I don't know how that became news. I mean, when I say entertainment news, I want to hear about like what movies are coming out or maybe a critics review of this or this. But when they start talking about, oh, you know, the Beverly Hills, uh, real wife's, uh, so-and-so, uh, was out yesterday wearing these high heels. That's not news. I mean, I guess someone wants to hear it. That's why it's on there. So technically it's news, but holy shit, man, what qualifies for news today just amazes me. Mm, let's see. Oh, dude. Okay, this is news. Dr. Dre's house targeted in burglary attempt hours after he was admitted to hospital, police say. Fuck. That's some opportunistic motherfuckers, right? Hold on a second. Let's see what this says. Mere hours after he was admitted to the hospital for a brain aneurysm, music mogul Dr. Dre's hilltop Los Angeles home was a target of an attempted burglary, and four suspects were arrested. Oh, good. According to the Los Angeles Police Department, <clears throat> LAPD officer Lizeth Lomelli confirmed to NBC News that around 10 p.m. on Tuesday night, 
uh, LAP officers responded to a report of an attempted burglary in which suspects were seen coming over a hill near the 1200 block of Cheron Road in the hills above Brentwood. After a short pursuit, Lomelli said four suspects were arrested and an, an investigation is ongoing. A public trail runs to the immediate east of homes on this block, according to Google Maps, which shows hilltop mansions and with large pools and tennis courts. In 2014, the Los Angeles Times reported that Dre paid $40 million for a Brentwood mansion owned by Tom Brady and Gazelle Bunchen. Mm-hmm. The attempted break-in happened at roughly the same time that the news of Dr. Dre's aneurysm was announced. So that's kind of shitty. <laughs> so apparently these guys said saw uh, the announcement that Dr. Dre was in the hospital and thought it would be an opportune time to rob his house. That's a shitty thing to do. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Jitsu says, we're talking about you, you big Wookiee. No, you can't be talking about me. <laughs> oh, God, can you guys hear my wife? She's coughing away. Hopefully she doesn't have the COVID. She has to uh, fly to Florida here next, next week. I wonder, I, she, she needs to look into seeing if she has to get a test before she goes. I don't think so. Um, she's flying down to see her parents. She wants to get a test before she goes, though, because she doesn't want to get her parents sick. So... <laughs> Especially the way she sounds right now. Holy shit. She's got that cough going where it's like, where, you know, where it sounds like some, she's trying to bring something up. And uh, actually, it sounds, like, it sounds like she just did, actually. So that's a great, that's not a great thing. The juicer says, when will you, when will you interview your wife? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure I can get her on. Yeah. If I, can't, if I can't talk my wife into being on the show, then what kind of podcaster am I, huh? I don't know. Maybe we'll get her on tomorrow. I, I keep on telling her that you guys want her on. She just laughs and says, <laughs> "Yeah, well, Sly, tell you, you know, we, we, you, Sly wants to talk to her. Yeah, you can. I mean, not right now. It's the show is going to be over here in a little bit. But hey, t- oh, I saw a caller for a second. Call, call back, Laura. I spotted you. Unless it was a butt dial. <laughs> uh, that is okay too. Ah, uh, see, I called it. It was a butt dial." Anyways, it's getting close to the end of the show. We've got about five minutes left. So um, before the show ends, I want to tell you guys to go follow me on Twitter. I'm Passive J. Uh, you can always find me there. Uh, there's a show account on Twitter too, but I don't fuck with it most of the time. I'm too lazy. <laughs> uh, for those who are new to the show, you can always go back and uh, listen to old episodes that, we, that we've done. Uh, this is episode 256, so you have 255 to select from. Don't listen to anything before 160. There's some asshole on the show before that. <laughs> but the good ones are from 160 on. <laughs> um, we're, and of course, we're going to be back to do this again tomorrow at 6 o'clock. Uh, I don't want to end the show yet. Come on, guys. We have five more minutes. Give me a topic. Anything. Come on. Oh, you know, has, you know what I've seen is a, a thing lately. Here's what, here's a topic for the last five minutes. Um, does anybody here order Grubhub? I'm sure some of you do. It's expensive, but it's worth it sometimes because you don't want to leave your house, and I, which is the case for me because I hate leaving my house. Um, but here's the thing I've been I've been catching lately. I since I go, use Grubhub on a fairly regular basis, I'm familiar with all the restaurants. So when when something new pops up, I see it, and I keep on seeing. I kept on seeing restaurants pop up in areas. I don't remember there being restaurants. I'm like, I didn't really think there was something there. That was, I don't remember a restaurant being there. That's cool. That's, and you know what I'm finding? I keep on finding restaurants that aren't restaurants. 
they're, they're, I'm finding restaurants that are party stores and fucking gas stations. This is the thing that they've been doing now. I'm sure you guys are all familiar with uh, party, your party stations and your uh, gas stations that have food. Um, certainly the party store. Um, you know, the party store that has like the pizzas there and they might have like a couple little trays and like they have wings in one thing or yeah, that and the other. Uh, well, um, a couple of the party stores around us have taken it to the next level a little bit and decided that they're fucking full on restaurants. Basically. Uh, I made this mistake the first time. And when I say mistake, uh, because they all have a certain taste to them and, and that, that I'm very familiar with. I'm just not a big fan of it for the most part. Um, but the, I got caught the first time a couple of days ago when we ordered from Bosimi's pizza. Um, and it, this one was, is, more is actually an established place uh, but i was unaware of this one uh it's a liquor store but in addition to being a liquor store uh they also sell pizza and subs and shit like that so we got them and uh eh, my wife liked the breadsticks neither of us were impressed by the pizza and the sub i got was fucking horrible um so it wasn't a great experience for us about but about what you'd expect getting food from a liquor store uh, i almost made the same mistake again today we were looking around for food to eat and i was like oh there's a place i haven't heard of where is that? Uh, I don't know. Uh, okay. So I was like, ah, I don't get that one at all. So I looked at the address and it's a fucking gas station, a gas station. <laughs> and then, you know, and they have it called, and they have it called JJ's Oakland grill on, on Grubhub. <laughs> and, and it sells a lot of stuff. And if I remember correctly, this place used to do the same thing, pretending to be a sub shop and their subs weren't half bad, but so, but still, can you imagine that? You know, you're ordering what you think is basically from when you say JJ's Oakland Grill, it sounds like a Coney Island or someplace like that, like a diner. And this place sells like breakfast foods, like you know, uh, frittatas and you know, wraps and and, and uh, sandwiches. Because I I almost got went with it because I wanted a hamburger. My wife wanted a tuna uh, sandwich, and that, that had those. But just on a whim, I went to you know, like to Google search and looked at the address, and it's a gas station. I'm like, I'm not doing that again. I just had party store food the other day, so. Anyways, that is enough to end it. So uh, we are almost at the end of our day. Um, I want to thank the OG Army for showing up and listening to me. I can't do the show without you guys. Uh, I want to thank uh, Sly for calling in and, and checking in with me. I want to thank... Um, hmm, who else do I want to thank? <laughs> well, until I think of somebody, we'll uh, go ahead and call it a day. Uh, as I mentioned, we'll be back tomorrow at 6 o'clock. Until then, I'm Passive J. You guys have yourself a great day. Team tune for the OG.